And welcome, once again, to another episode of the Horizon Roundtable. I am Bob McDonald, and you can find me on Twitter at Bob McDonald. Filling in uh, this episode for Jimmy is, you know, our, our regular guest co-host, Matt Dudek. Hey there, everybody. Matt, of course, is at Grizz Talk OU, and you can find the podcast on Twitter as well, at Horizon RT. Uh... Matt, before we get started, obviously, this is the last episode we're going to be off next week. But the week after, we are going to be engaged in our second annual Fall Fan Forum. Um, I'm definitely looking f- I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, most especially, not necessarily, uh, you know, I, I, we, we're going to have some new faces on there, so I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, might be a little bit of fireworks going on too, so that should be that's gonna be a, that's gonna be an event. Um, I think the best part, Bob, is that like you said, there's gonna be new faces, and it's nice to see new fans step in. You know, I'm not representing Oakland. Carrick isn't representing Mercy. Like that's yeah. good to see. You know, there are other fans, and they're gonna get their voices heard, and we're gonna hear what they have to say. Now, who cares what I have to say anymore? <laughs> well, we do. We have you on all the time, so obviously we care what you have to say. <laughs> but yeah, that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be in two weeks. So the week of September twenty second. Um, theoretically, we're gonna we're gonna do the same thing we did last year with two episodes. So it'll be the week of the twenty second and the week of the twenty ninth. Um, presumably, we'll have more than enough material to cover all of those things. So, and then afterwards, you know, we'll be getting in October. We'll probably be on pretty fairly regularly. As the season ramps up, um, but man, I gotta say, this off season has not been without. This off season has been not without any level of drama. There's, there's always something going on. Between, I mean, I mean, seriously, it started. Uh, for, uh, it started with the whole Oakland situation, with you know, with with the cover uh, the Cumberland, uh, Javen Cumberland and Braden Norris situation, and then came the meltdown at Cleveland State. And and you would have thought that the Cleveland State thing would have been the end because we're in September. We're you know we're in September now. You know classes have started, and things have should have theoretically kind of you know died down. But IUPUI decided, oh, we're gonna go ahead and continue the drama. And by and we can't really we can't blame this on IUPUI. This is squarely on the shoulders of of their now former head coach Jason Gardner. So what happened with Jason Gardner? For those of you, and unfortunately we were off during the uh, we were off during the Labor Day weekend, so we didn't get a chance to talk about this. But um, at the end of August, uh, this is amazing. At the end of August, the Jason Gardner, at 4.30 in the morning, apparently, decided it would be an outstanding idea to drive drunk. And the Hamilton County sheriffs were not particularly down with that. They thought that was a terrible idea. And you know what? I'm going to go with the police on this one. I am going to go with the police as well. Um, Yeah. So that that was a really bad, bad idea. So he... Always a bad idea. So the official charge, he is, his official charge is operating OWI, which apparently in Indiana speak is, you know, the same as a DUI anywhere else. Um, yeah, so the 
the uh, what well, this is it gets better because he'd have been fine had he just not stopped in the middle of an intersection. <laughs> he 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 apparently he got yes apparently the reason that he he got busted in the first place is that he stopped his car he stopped his vehicle in the middle of an intersection, and so the police came and there you go. <laughs> So, and apparently it was, yeah, it was, it was still in gear. So that's, he was asleep at the wheel. Um, probably not the best idea. I'm just kind of throwing that out there, man. I mean, honestly, they're called parking lots, dude. You, even though, let's be honest, you probably would have gotten busted doing that as well. Um, so that was a major issue. That was already a major issue. That's. Uh, and the, the case obviously is still ongoing. Um, IUPUI isn't did, decided not to wait for the decided they were not going to wait for the um, the case to you know remain you know to go to continue. So they decided that it would be best if IUPUI, uh, IUPUI decided it would be best if they and Jason Gardner parted ways. Now remember, this is the end of August. This is happening. <laughs> I wonder, was, was their school already in session? Like well, most schools start end of August, beginning of September. I so they might believe, have been... Yeah, let me double check. I think they absolutely, they actually were. IEPY, I believe, starts classes at the end of August, like everybody else does. Um, so let me check their academic calendar. And yeah, I do believe they started. They were in the middle of classes already. So that means he should have already been on campus pre- prepping to coach his team, or at least make sure they're doing their job. I don't know where we're at in the the schedule if he's allowed Let's, to be hands on. Let, let me before I yes, fall classes started on August twenty sixth on that Monday. So apparently, decide before the before classes officially started on that Sunday, Jason Gardner decided to go on a bender. One last, one last of summer. Pour one out, and here we go. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, no. What? Well, technically, it was Saturday night. So, uh, I'm guessing what he thought, what he thought would be a good idea, and it didn't turn out. It turned out to be a horrible, horrible idea that nobody ever should ever repeat. Um. Yeah, I say that, and you know, you, you're going to get a repeat of this again somewhere, somewhere in college land. Um. Yeah. So apparently, Saturday night, you know. Saturday night, apparently, Jason Gardner decided to tie a few on, and then at the end, he decided it would be an outstanding idea. In and this is the part I don't really understand either. We are in the age of Uber and Lyft and taxis and and call your friends when you're drunk and don't get in a car and drive, stupids. I mean, this is I. I mean, you would it. I don't understand the thought process there. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to sound judgmental, but it's dumb. I am judgmental. It is dumb. But, but I mean, let's be honest here. You know, alcohol does impair your judgment. So we have per- further proof of that. So, so after, you know, after a night on the town on Saturday night, the right, you know, the Saturday before classes, you know, Jason Gardner, apparently again, terrible judgment. 
decided it would be an awesome idea, said, yeah, I can make it home. Let's be fair. He was already... Oh, so go ahead, Bob. And then apparently he decided to run... He ran out of gas in the middle of an intersection and fell asleep at the wheel. To which the cops came over and said, yeah, you can't do that, dude. So, I mean, yeah. He's already coached at IUPI, so his judgment was already probably in question. <laughs> it, it, it wasn't... Yeah, well, he was... So, it's funny. It, what's interesting, of course, is that the... What I find interesting, of course, is the is the fact that, you know, we were already talking about kind of this season as kind of being um, kind of being his at the crossroads season. Um, I mean, let's be honest. It's, you know, that that's what's going on. I mean, you know, he was, you know, and it, it was it was going to be a massive uphill climb for him anyway. Now, mind you, of course, he does. You know, he, he still has Jalen Manette. He still has Grant Weatherford. Um, but he, the big problem is he lost, he, he lost Cameron Justice. Um, and that was a huge loss for a huge loss for a team that went 16 and 17 last year. Mm-hmm. Um, in a, in a conference where everybody not named Cleveland State is kind of stepped, is, is poised to step their game up this year. So the big pro so this was kind of a, a kind of be a big, uphill climb for him as it was and then for this to happen you know it, it, it was obviously a deal breaker uh you know and i i get it i mean you know you you want to first of all you know there's there, there's obviously something going on beneath the surface that i mean th- there's something going on that necessitated this to be an immediate move you know we you know it, it's 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 a real I mean, let's be honest. It's it's a black eye for 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 an IUPUI team that you know that that's had some issues that that's you know that has been struggling to kind of get move their way up the ladder since they've gotten into the Horizon League, um, and now you have a situation where you've got a guy you know you you have a coach that. <laughs> that that displayed horror, poor poor judgment, and so clearly IUPUI decided that's it. We're not doing this anymore, and cut ties immediately. So, so who they have now is they actually uh, they already had somebody on staff. They had um, the associate head coach who is uh, Byron Rim, mm-hmm. who was the who actually was the former head coach at Prairie View A and M. So, you know, the, they're not, they were not with, so he's the interim, so Byron Rim is now the interim head coach now. They're not exactly without, you know, they're, they're not without a capable leader. Um, you know, cause By- Byron Rim, honestly, he's got 10 years, he's, he's got 10 years of, of coaching experience under his belt. So he, he's not new to the game. You know, he knows kind of their whole, you know, he knows what the, you know, Division One is all about. I mean, and he, he also, in addition, he, you know, he, he, he was at Prairie View. So Prairie View obviously is a, is an institution that you, you have to do more with less. You know, they're, they're, they're part of the SWAC, they were part of the SWAC, which is where Mike Davis was prior to coming to Detroit. 
at, at Texas Southern. So, you know, as, as that kind of school, you know you have to you, – you obviously have to do with more with less. Mike Davis had to do more with less, and he, you know, he ran, rattled off a string of uh, – he rattled off a string of NCAA appearances. Um, by the way, ironically, the if if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> the yeah. So that is and and you know, Rim actually prior, did actually get get Prairie View to that SWAC championship game. Um, I want to say that yeah, I think it was the year before. I, I think I'm pretty sure it was the year before Mike Davis and his, came in with his run. So after Mike Davis came in, he obviously didn't have a chance because <laughs> it's Mike Davis, <laughs> you know. And we we know what kind of a coach Mike Davis is. Um, but he was, you know, obviously he was a capable coach up until that last year, 2016, 2015, 2016, where I think they won maybe one game that year. <laughs> so that was kind of it for him. And that's yeah. just this. We we know we know Rim has experience, and I'm, and I'm yeah. glad you know for IUPI that they have somebody. But yeah, and it was already rough sledding, and then it just it just keeps getting worse. Yeah, well, and and that keep getting worse came in the form of Calvin Temple entering the entering the transfer portal. I mean, yeah, that's that's actually that's something, man. That's um, a that's a huge, that's a, another huge loss that they couldn't afford. It really is because you know Calvin Temple, you know he was supposed to be kind of their guy this. Year. He was supposed to come in and be able to. He was supposed to be able to. He was actually really, you know, he was geared towards. He was the number one point guard out of Alabama. Was it Alabama or Mississippi? I forgot. Mississippi. He was the number one. He was the number one. Yeah, he was actually the top. Uh, he was uh, the top point guard coming. He was actually the top shooting guard. I'm sorry, coming out of Mississippi, and yeah. you know he he, was, he really was. I mean, in in all honesty, he really was poised to to really. He he you know he, he was you know obviously he's coming in as a freshman, but he was at the same time, given where you know given the fact that, given the fact that. Cameron Justice isn't on this team anymore. Between him and between him and Weatherford and Jalen Mendette, that was a ni- that would have been a nice combination for them. Would he have been? Would he have come in and would he have, you know, made up for the loss of Cameron Justice? I don't know, but no. at the same time, it would have been. It would have it would have re- minimized the loss, not necessarily eliminated the loss, but now it's you know he, he doesn't have it's it's just not happening. So, um, so now comes the fun part. So, so now of course you're now of course you're looking at at the that I, you're looking at IUPUI, and you're wondering, okay, now what? I mean. And we'll be, you know, and I guess we shouldn't be. Uh, in all honesty, you know, we we didn't have once once Cameron Justice kind of once Cameron Justice decided to transfer, um, their prospects were shaky at best. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. Obviously, you know, a guy like Jalen Manette is is definitely a, an excellent player for them 
but can he shoulder the load? I mean, that's the question we got. And no. I'm not – I mean, and again, with IUPUI, how do you, you know, even if Jason Gardner had stayed, how exactly would they have stacked up, even if that – that was the best-case scenario, how would have they – they were, again, facing an uphill battle stacked up against the rest of a conference that, again, Cleveland State aside, all of them – by and large, had incrementally, you know, either stayed where they are in terms of, you know, their place at the top half of the conference or, or working their way up like a, like potentially a Detroit Mercy with Antoine Davis or a, a Youngstown State that looks like they've got a good core coming back. Um, and, you know, they, so that was going to be a, a a struggle for them anyway. Now add into this new, it, there's just a lot of, there's, there's just not a, there, you know, the uncertainty at IUPUI only kind of, you know, is kind of downplayed. And of course this is being this, this being the horizon league, <laughs> Uh, IUP, I mean, you know, if this was any other year, this would be, oh my God, IUPUI is in deep trouble. I mean, IUPUI is, you know, what happened to them? We'd be solely focused on what's going on with them. If this were any other normal year. Not this year. Not this year. Not this year. You know, again, given everything else that has gone on, over the course of the last year, uh, over the course of the off season, like I said, between um, the spate of transfers from Oakland, from yeah, from yeah, the, yeah, you definitely yeah, that, and that, you know that, that it's good that that you know obviously, um, Oakland has found themselves still a lot of new guys, obviously, but the big thing for them is they've got that. They've still got that core guys. They've still got the Brad Brechting and the Xavier Hill Mays that kind of solidify the team as a whole. So if you bring in a guy like, you know, so that, that kind of helps a lot, especially when you got solid core guys like those two guys. <laughs> I mean, you're talking about two guys who are, you know, are definitely, you know, Xavier Hill Mays is obviously an all horizon, all conference, in all conference consideration, and in some circles, so is Brad Brechting. So if you got two quality guys like that for for Oakland, from their standpoint, um, it's you know they, but again, they also had more than enough time to work their stuff out because all because all of Oakland's issues happened right at the beginning of the off season. That's I the mean, big thing. I mean, it is it so, time to work it out. Yeah, they had so much time to work it out. Plus, they went to Greece to kind of you know work on the whole teamwork thing because you know that generally, that, but that and ge- that generally, with a couple noted exceptions, is always a good bonding experience as well. So that they have all of the you know that that Oakland was able to kind of right the ship early. You know, we're not talking about them anymore. We're talking about them in terms of where they stand in the horizon league now. Sure. They're not, you know, they, they, they kind of haven't, you know, 
their their issues weren't insurmountable. Um, but in the case of IUPUI and Cleveland State specifically, um, you know that that's you know you know IUPUI is a we were already kind of you know we've got a couple of guys, but we don't know how the new guys they got coming in are going to mesh. And now we have this new, we have this interim coach. I mean, they know the guy. He's, he's a known quantity, obviously, because he's been an associate head coach. They know him. But the concern, of course, is how will he, what is going to be his game plan with this group, with this group of guys? Um, so that's a big question mark. And then, of course, Cleveland State, you know, <laughs> you know, they got eight new guys. <laughs> All right, but here's my question. And yes. And it's just going to sound like me being me, and I understand that. Sure. But why are we downplaying the Detroit Mercy Factor and all this? We still don't know who's on their team. They're still not tournament eligible. They're in worse shape than any of these teams, and somehow they're getting a pass this offseason. I don't know if well, I understand that. I do. I mean, again, the Cleveland State thing kind of pretty much was, the, you know, that, that talk about the mushroom cloud to distract everybody from anything else. Right there. I mean, seriously. I mean, and, and I'm glad you brought that up because that's another factor. Because you still have, you still have Detroit Mercy, who, who is still currently under the APR ban. You, they, obviously they've appealed, but we haven't heard whether the appeal has gone through or not. And, and more to the point, and this is important, that that appeal, you know, whether it goes through or not, puts a lot of guys in a holding pattern it sounds like so yeah i mean you know we're we're kind of we they're kind of while we're talking about the concerns of cleveland state now UPUI, you're absolutely right that detroit mercy could potentially be in a far worse situation but because of the appeal they're in they're kind of stuck in suspended animation at the moment <laughs> that's you know, my I, opinion on it if, if they lose that that appeal which you know I've, I've asked you know oakland um uh, compliance officer, you know, who's on Twitter and awesome, like just mind your business, which is one of the best Twitter handles. Um, like trying to like get a read on it. No one really knows, but like, it's hard to tell if they're going to win that, that appeal or not. And I mean, if they don't do like red shirt Davis for a year, like what, what are they, what are they going to do like with that situation? And again, they, they don't seem to have a roster in place because guys are probably, we're afraid to commit. Like, well, yeah, I mean, you're, you're, I mean, your your roster commitments are as a as you in terms of yeah, don't they have like they have like three scholarships available, don't they? I, I think so. I mean, I just I just double checked to make sure I didn't miss something. They're, they I don't pre- have a post roster. Yeah. Um. I mean, there's lots of rumors and talk of oh yeah, they you know, but the, they don't have a complete roster as far as I know. Just like they didn't last year with Davis coming in late, not like yeah, it's still it's still a mess, and I, I can't imagine you know. They're not I mean, going to get any late grad transfers. Why would you grad transfer where you don't know if you're even tournament eligible? I know. I mean, so, and and your your big signees were Calipari's kid and Derek Rose's cousin, who, by the way, neither of which need a scholarship. So that's, you know, I don't know. That's that's that that. Uh, but again, it, because and again, I, I don't want to. You know, I want to. I don't want to downplay this because obviously, in terms of for as far as Detroit Mercy is concerned, this is a huge deal. But it again, it is <laughs> as much of a potential mess as that is. Um, it, it just seems to me that the Cleveland State now UPY situations completely downplayed both of those, uh, which is 
you know, which is amazing when you consider the situation that Detroit Mercy is in to have two other schools that are in <laughs> had bigger issue who had bigger kind of bombs dropped on them than they did. And they have the potential to not even being in they don't have they have the potential to to not be even be in the conference tournament if the the appeal doesn't go through. And that's the <laughs> least of, that potentially is the least of their problems. I mean, it's one of those things where you I mean, yeah, those three yeah, those three teams, you know, Now my now again and Somebody better get their uh, somebody better get the shit together over at the NCAA. I know that's a I know that's a heavy lift for them, but I mean somebody better get something. Somebody better say something soon. I mean I understand you know I understand speed and you know speed and efficiency are not the NCAA's bag, but I mean get it together, guys. I mean really. They are in no hurry to rule on that. I bet you we don't hear until late September, beginning of October at the earliest. Well, we're, you know, we're, we're, yeah, I mean, we're well into September now. And, and it's ridiculous. And, you know, and keep in mind, you know, practices start officially, practice officially starts for all schools at what the end of, in the end of, at the end of September. So, I mean. And they're on a uh, practice. Um, they get the practice time limited as well with that van. Yeah. That affects them. Of course it does. And that's, that's, yeah, all because two guys decided they were going to take a gap year and then go to Long Island University. Oh, the Sharks. <laughs> yes, yeah, the the new the new Long Island University, which I think is the the, the combination of LIU Brooklyn and LIU Post. They just mashed them together and now they're the Sharks. They they sure are. Good for them, I guess. I I I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I mean it doesn't matter to any of us, but yeah. But and I'm and honestly and I'm thinking of all of these things between the IUPUI situation, the Cleveland State situation, the Detroit situation. How do you? I mean, how are you? Because you know, at this point, right now, there are you know the the pre the preseason publications are coming out as we speak. I think Athlon's come out. Lindy's come has come out. If you're a writer or editor for one of these preseason publications, how on you got you have to be losing your mind trying to figure out what the hell is going on with the Horizon League. If if any of those writers are listening to this podcast, I'm begging you, and I realize that you know Horizon League's probably not a priority for you. I get it. Talk yeah. to one of us, please. Absolutely. Because I mean, I think it was uh, Lindy that just came out, and they they had that Appleby left, so he was a transfer. Yeah. He was a Cleveland State loss, but was also on the second team, which just tells you that someone didn't do their job editing. Like, yes, it, they, by the by the way, I it's funny because they actually because I I made a note of that and they actually replied back to me apologizing for missing that, which is which I can't believe that happened. I, I was blown away by getting that like mea culpa on that. I mean, a lot of good that does does us because it's in print now, but. At the same time, I mean, you know, that's that's a for you know, and it's not, yeah. But you're absolutely right. The Horizon League, and as far as these others, you know, the, these publications are concerned, is a pretty low priority, and always has been a low priority. Not our, I mean, it is what it is. So I'm not entirely surprised that things get missed. I mean, let's be honest with us. Let's be honest. 
No, we're the Horizon League. That's what happens. P- thing we get things get missed. Which is um, great. That's why this. That's why this exists because yeah. we, there's a, a a group of people that care enough to follow it that that much closer. Cool. Let's talk to them. But like. When they, when they, they, you know, and I'm glad to hear that they admitted that, hey, you screwed up, and it, it happens. But some of, some of these predictions, you know, I, I'm seeing Jalen Tate on second teams. Jalen Tate is going to be at least a preseason first teamer. Like, yeah. come on, let's be real. Like, that's just, that's just not doing your job. I mean, we've all, I mean, we've, but we've all, but this isn't a new phenomenon. We've seen no. this year after year after year. I'm not surprised. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> I'm begging them if they hear this. Talk to us before your publications next year. We'll help. You, yeah, don't to, you don't even have to tell anyone you talk to us. Just, hey, what am I missing? Who, who should we be looking out for? Cool, let's talk about it. Even better, go to HorizonRoundtable.com in the next month because we are going to – because I know John Parker is working on a bunch of previews for schools, and I'm well, sure we're going to have a bunch of our writers doing previews as well. They will know. They will absolutely know what they're talking about. Believe me, we we pride ourselves in bringing uh, we since we started you know since we started publishing articles on HorizonRoundtable.com, we have prided ourselves in getting ninety nine percent of the facts right, except whether except apparently whether you know what you know what the name of Detroit Mercy is. Um, apparently, we yeah we we keep messing that up. I mean. Is it? But is that really our fault? I mean, they've they changed their they've changed their branding a hundred million times. I mean, what are we supposed to do with that? We I know it's Detroit Mercy, but even I forget from time to time. I didn't know there's a Detroit. I thought they were just Mercy. See, I don't know. Yeah, see. Well, no, it is Detroit Mercy. I know it's Detroit Mercy, but God, I love riling up those fans. I know you do. I, know I just want to make sure the old ones' hearts still work. That's all. I know. I know. I know you do. So. <laughs> It is saw, what it is. You found a Mercy fan for the forum that wasn't Carrick. That's awesome. Hey, absolutely. Yeah, you know what? And and uh, we may actually have an IUPUI fan too. So we're down to. So we're actually. So if all goes well, we're down to a UIC. And we're out down to looking for a Youngstown State fan and a UIC fan. Um, I have my own thoughts on that. If I can find neither. Um, but I will hold off until I get to the fan forum of which I fully intend to address this. I I will hold I will hold all comments until that point in time because it's, it's it's yeah. not over it's not over yet. Uh, we you still have yes if you're a Youngstown State or a UIC fan, there's still time. Send us a DM at Horizon RT. We'd be more than happy to hear from you. Yeah. So, and as it turns out, yeah, as it turns out, for whatever reason, yeah, if you if it if it's a couple of days, it's, you know, if it takes us a couple of days to get back to you, we apologize profusely. For some reason, we're not getting all that many. Uh, yeah, some of our notifications come to us late. So, but regardless, just keep trying. <laughs> so, so I think um, so. The one thing I also wanted to talk about today, um. And this is funny because, you know, the Horizon Roundtable has been, uh, you know, has been recording. You know, we we had our run from twenty, you know, twenty fifteen to twenty sixteen. Took a couple years off. We've been around since twenty eighteen. We we've been back since twenty eighteen, and we've kind of scaled it up. Now we have HorizonRoundtable.com with our uh, with, with new content and everything. All of a sudden. The Horizon League has decided 
that they're going to create a podcast of their own. I believe the the title of it is Reach the Horizon, I believe. Sure. Uh, and it is being hosted by uh, Justin Kinner out of Dayton. Um, very familiar with Justin's work. Uh, he does a lot of the halftime activities for the uh, Wright State broadcast. Uh, broadcast. So, he's not the old cowboy guy, right? He's not the no. He is not that guy. <laughs> he is absolutely not that guy. He's 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 a much younger guy. <laughs> okay, just making sure. Yeah, he's yeah. I yeah. Justin Kinner. He's yeah. Very. He's you know again. He, you know he's got his own he's got his own show on uh, the local ESPN affiliate in Dayton, so he's an obvious known quantity. He's he knows the he he knows the Horizon League pretty well. Um, I I can say that, and I and I bring this up because I know that the arrival of this podcast has elicited certain feelings from Horizon League fans. Oh, you mean the fans that weren't really connected to the Rising League in the first place and are scoffing at this? Uh, or fans of the Horizon Roundtable who are scoffing at this. Yeah, that's the same people, and I love it. This is true. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, first of all, I'd like to thank everybody who does listen to the... And, I, of course, obviously we close the show with thanks for listening, but I'm going to do this in the middle of the show today. Um, but I'll say it again at the end of the show. Uh, but you know, we we do appreciate all of our fans, and we we do hope that the, you will all continue to listen. Tell a friend. We we enjoy having we we enjoy having a having a fan base who actually pays attention to what we have to say. It's kind of impressive that two guys like myself and Jimmy, and at times you, um, can actually attract the attention of plenty of people. As it turns out, and you know, and I like to also thank all of you for your for your support in the in the you know in the in light of this news from the Horizon League home office that they're going to create that they're creating launching their own podcast. That said, here's my take on it. I don't care. I actually don't have a problem with it at all. I mean, I, in fact, I personally would encourage not only the Horizon League, but every single school to do the same thing. You know, let's be honest. You know, the, the, in, uh, the weekly radio shows for, you know, these coaches is all well and good. And, you know, that's fine. Um, but it's usually just for men's basketball. And that's only a finite amount of time. And depending upon where... Uh, depending upon which school you're at, you're not gonna. If you miss the coaches' show, you're gonna completely miss everything. Like in the case of Cleveland State, they have the show on Mondays. It isn't recorded anywhere, so if you miss anything, it's pretty much gone. You know, it's it's kind of like a Snapchat or Instagram story or whatever the hell those things are. Um, so, so I, I fully I, I I embrace the fact that the league has decided that they're going to have a podcast, not just for men's basketball, for all of their sports. Now, as far as we're concerned, they're not competition. They're not. It's apple. Personally, I think it's apples and oranges, really. Because, again, what is our, our focus is primarily on men's basketball. It always has been. Do we talk about other sports from time to time? Sure we do. Do we talk about them all the time? No, of course not. 
When are we going to do our big volleyball section? I'm in. We're not. <laughs> All right, well, I'll just do it on my own. It's but fine. again, this is where the again, this is where the this is where the Horizon League comes in. And that, that is their focus. They're, they what they want to do is they want to have a podcast that is representative of all of the sports they sponsor. And I'm and that's a that's great. That's the best. That that's that's really what I think is is a good move on their on their part. I would have loved for them to do that years ago. That would have been great. You know what they need, Bob? What do they need? What if the Horizon League had their own TV station where they displayed all their sports in one place? Wow, what a thought that would! Wow, that would be an amazing thought. That would be an amazing idea. I'm surprised they never thought of it before. Oh, wait, they did. Yeah. Oh, that's right. And then they pretty much gave it up to ESPN. They did indeed. But I mean, yeah. So, I mean, what are you gonna do? That that it is what it is. So as far now, as far as I'm again, as far as I'm concerned, it's you know a, a a podcast that's dedicated to all Horizon League sports instead of instead of just men's basketball. All power to you. I mean, do do I find any? I don't necessarily. I personally don't. I mean, it, from what it sounds like from our fan base, you know, from you know our listeners, there's not going to be a lot of overlap between horizon, reach the horizon listeners and Horizon Roundtable listeners. There may be a couple. I don't know. Maybe. You know. Here's my issue with it. And again, I agree with everything you're saying. My, my, yeah. my only real issue is that in this world of podcasts now, where it has become easier for everyone to podcast, and everybody's on a podcast, there's so much content. It's, it's content overload. And having to, to sort through what's good, what's bad, what's worth listening to, what guest is on, who's host, you know, it's, it's everything. And there's just, there's too much content in the podcast world now. And this is just, you know, Late to the game, getting tagged on, like, I have no reason to become invested in it. So why why, why listen to it if it's really not going to, you know, bring anything new to the table? You know, I'm lucky that I, you know, I'm an Oakland fan, obviously, and we have Neil Rule, who does a lot of, like, the, the publication stuff for, for OU behind the scenes, you know, OU, and they do a great job with their content, you know, connecting fans with not just basketball, but all the sports. You know, it's very easy to follow. Our coaches are very active on Twitter, all that kind of stuff, which is great. And so to me, for me, this just becomes another um, another thing to try to follow or find time to listen to. It's just part of this content overload of the podcast world. I've, I've looked at starting my own podcast kind of yes. related to my world of music. And what I'm finding is it's just hard to find footing with all the content that's already out there in the world. And sure. for me, this, this Horizon League drop is just adding to to the pile of, of content. And I'm, it's, I'm struggling to to get excited about it. I don't, you know, I mean, but I'm not really worried about, I mean, from what it sounds like, the excitement level, I mean, you know, the league office is excited about it. I'm sure they are. I mean. They're excited about going to Indianapolis for the tournament. They don't count. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) But, you know, but at the same time, near as I can tell, and this is, you know, and again, I, this, uh, from what I can tell, and again, I, I find this to be true. I mean, they're again, their core, they're going for a completely different target. I don't know who that target is. It's probably, you know, for me, I think it's the, tar- the target audience is for those folks, you know, who do follow these other sports that aren't getting their content from anywhere else. That said, I guess the question that I would have, I mean, from what I, 
and I, I theoretically, I would hope that would be from a an entire league standpoint, as opposed to an individual school standpoint. Possibly, I don't know. Um, that they would they they would focus on more than one school during each of these podcasts. I would hope that they would do that. Otherwise, then to your point, it would overlap with the contents being created by each of the individual other individual schools. Um, that would be my concern there. But from a from a platform standpoint, I think it's a good idea. Like you said, it is. We are living in content over the the a world of content overload, but. From what I can understand, the whole po- their whole focus really is is may is to tap into something that nobody else is tapping into yet. That really, I mean, a niche with a capital N, niche market, niche market. Um, what that what that translates into for them moving forward, I don't know. How long it'll last, I don't know. But I'm going to be, I, I, I personally be, will be listening. I mean, I, you know, I mean, I'll listen so you guys don't have to. How about that? <laughs> will you recap the recap show for me? Oh, Jesus. I'm not sure if I want to do all that. I mean, I mean, uh, you know, we, we have enough content on our own that we shouldn't have to be recapping somebody else's podcast. I mean, we, we do from time to time allude to other people's podcasts like we have in the past. Oh, I know you've you've alluded to uh, some of the things that Neil Rule has recorded. We've made mention of a couple of other. We've we've you know alluded to some of the uh, you know some of the NKU or the CSU podcasts in the past. But we're not making an entire show. We're not dedicating an entire segment every single episode to recapping whatever the heck is going on with a singular podcast. We're not going to do that. You know, we haven't done that in the past and we're not going to do that with this podcast either. If there's something notable that they say, then sure. Absolutely. Like for example, their first episode is going to be with John LaCrone. Now, is he going to say something of substance? I don't know. Nope. I mean, you know, whether or not that, yeah, I mean, honestly, that's, that's the big advantage that this podcast has and what I, you know, makes me not excited about theirs is we've seen what happens when a company essentially is putting out the company work. They're going to have yeah. company, company people on saying company things. It's very scripted. It's very, you know, it's not real. It's just getting out the message they want to get out. You know, when you had Campy on, you got yeah. unfiltered Greg Campy talking yes. open basketball. That's Which great. Which outstanding. I love that. Well, when Greg Campy's eventually going to go on their show, because they're going to want him. They're going to want a lot of the coaches, but we all know of Greg course. Campy's character, and they're, you know he's good for ratings, all these things, because Oakland does have good social media presence. They're going to want him on. It's going to be very scripted. Greg Campy saying very much, you know, towing the company line and saying what the Horizon League wants him to say, and I'm excited about my team, and I'm excited about the move to Indiana, and whatever, you know, it's, it's going to be very filtered. And that's, you know, who needs that content? That's what I like about this podcast. Even when I'm, you know, just listening to it, it's even Jimmy, you know, as much as I like to make fun of Jimmy, Jimmy, you know, <laughs> Jimmy, but a lot of times you get a lot of really good content, you know, especially a couple of years ago, my, you know, all the Amanda Braun stuff with Jimmy and all like, you wouldn't get that on, on a Horizon podcast. Absolutely not. Away. But with, when you have real people having real conversations, including, you know, we've been lucky, you had, like I said, Greg Camp, you've had other people on this show. Yeah. 
you get real conversations, and that that's the good content. And I I don't see the Horizon League putting out real content like that. At the same time, I, I do kind of get where we, I, I kind of would get from that standpoint. I kind of would get where the Horizon League would be coming from because yes, you know, obviously we have our own thing going on, but uh, but remember, our own thing doesn't appeal to everybody. No. <laughs> I mean, we will say many things that will turn people off. I'm not going to lie. This, this is what we do. I mean, you know, if it wasn't, you know, we wouldn't be the Horizon Roundtable. And maybe from that standpoint, perhaps this new podcast Horizon League is putting on is, presents a more, I, wanna, I don't want to say sanitized, but a, uh, an inv- a, a, you know, content that isn't, you know, you know, you're not gonna. You'll let's be honest. You're never gonna. You know, you're not gonna go into a Horizon League. You know, the Reach for the Horizon podcast and watch watch one of the hosts drop an f bomb occasionally. Is that legal? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, you know, I hey, I do it all the time. What's your point? <laughs> I just I, I don't remember ever hearing one on here. I, I, I'm always ter- like. I, I know that you're trying to get away. I with dropped her. a couple of them last episode. What are you talking about? <laughs> I apparently was not paying attention, or I'm just so used to it that I don't even know. Exactly, you're 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 desensitized to our curse. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, at the same time, you know, and maybe that's kind of what they are. You know, that's you know that you know they're they're kind of the they're kind of the they're kind of if I can make a comparison. They are the they are the smooth jazz station to our hip hop and R and B station. Sure. So, I mean let's I mean that's that's you know, we're you know, while we are while we are while we are unfiltered and playing uncensored DMX, they're playing I don't know, Dave Cause and Grover Washington Junior and you know, if you guys look it up who those guys are. And some Kenny G occasionally. Gotta have that smooth jazz. Yeah, smooth, exactly. Meanwhile, over here, X is gonna bring it to you. Exactly. <laughs> X is gonna give it to you. That's what it, X is gonna give it to you. That's right. Because this is, yeah. So, yeah, that's that. That's my thought on it. You know, they, they, I personally think that in terms of the Horizon League, there's room enough for the content that everybody brings. Whether, again, whether this goes forward or not remains to be seen i i will be listening personally if you guys don't want to listen that's fine i'll listen so you guys don't have to <laughs> and if there's something noteworthy that comes out of some of these things um, and i'm making any guarantees that there will be we'll be sure to bring it up you know what would impress me is if that first episode they get commissioner on and he talks openly about the tumultuous offseason and Gardner leaving and what that's going to mean for IUPUI and how, how that is looked for the Horizon League from the office standpoint. You know, if he comes out and brings that kind of content on day one, I'm in. But I don't see it happening. No, I don't see it. I, I personally don't see it happening either. I, I think he's going to spend a lot. You want to? You know what I think is going to happen? He's going to spend a lot of time talking about He's going to spend a lot of time talking about the fall sports and the move to Indianapolis. That's what he's going to talk about. I mean, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong, but I don't think I am. Like I said, if that's if that's what it's going to be, I, I don't need that. I, I, their, their tweets are enough for me to understand where they're at on things. Great, that's sure. Fine. 
But yeah, like I said, I'm going to be listening. I don't know if you guys are going to be listening. And that's about it. <laughs> that's kind of it. So um, let's go ahead and uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, close out the uh, close out the podcast. Matt, as always, um, happy to have you on. Thank you, as always, for having me. Happy to fill in. Absolutely. And as always, you can find episodes of the Horizon Roundtable and a lot more on our website, horizonroundtable.com. And you can find episodes of the podcast wherever you find podcasts. And I promise not to mess up this recording this time, so you, all you'll hear is a com- crummy commercial. Uh, <laughs> and, of course, you can find uh, episodes of the Horizon Roundtable on, you can call those up on your Google and Amazon devices. So, with that said, I'm going to go ahead and close this out, and thank you all for listening. <laughs>